This is Living Lean, the show that teaches you how to apply the science of nutrition and training to sustainably create your leanest, strongest body and build the most confident version of yourself. I'm your host, Jeremiah Bear. Let's get into the show. What is going on? Welcome back to the show. Today, I am joined by Christina Rice. Christina, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show and I'm so happy you started your podcast because you have so much knowledge. So I'm just really grateful to be here. Of course. And honestly, it's about time that you were on here, I would say. Well, thanks. I mean, everyone, if you haven't heard Jeremiah on my podcast, Wellness Realness, he was on my show. God. I don't know it's how long like over ago a year that ago. Was. Yeah. 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 So go back and listen to that episode because it was great. <laughs> so anyways, today with you, I wanted to really get into kind of building an online business because you're, has, you're someone that has done that very successfully. I know in the health space, a lot of people follow you, a lot of people look up to you. So I kind of just wanted to get into your story. And first and foremost, I guess we'd take it back a little bit. For those who might not know, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to right now? Well, what I'm up to right now, I so I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and a Reiki practitioner, and I worked with clients in a number of capacities for the last five years, um, helping them overcome different health issues, mainly um, chronic illness and gut issues. Um, and then in the last year, I switched over to business coaching, and I like to call it holistic business coaching because I am not just about marketing and sales; it's also about the health of the actual practitioner or coach. And also I'm really big into energy because uh, I think that energy is really important when it comes to business. Um, so now I coach people one-on-one uh, -on -one and in my group business coaching program, No Bullshit Business School to help online health and wellness coaches um, make six-figure businesses and kind of get them off the ground running. So I have a big portion of my clientele are people who are just getting started. And then more of my one-on-one -on -one clients are usually people who have a bit of a business but want to grow and scale. Um, and, you know, I built my whole business using social media, like using Instagram, all organic growth. I've never paid for an advertisement. You know, I don't think any of that's bad. I just right. like to help people if they want to go in a similar path that I did, like, understand that's available. And I think there's right. a lot of people who feel like I can't make a six figure business off of coaching. There's that limiting belief and it's not true. It's just about real, really strategy and like knowing the steps to get there. Um, and obviously, you know, doing the work, but it's totally available. And I've played with a lot of different business models. You know, I've done one-on-one -on -one coaching for a long time and had many different pricing structures and options for that. I've made, you know, evergreen online courses. Um, I've done group coaching, like launching group programs. Um, I've had, you know, I've scaled through like eBooks and content podcasts, my blog. I've been blogging and podcasting for, I've been blogging for over five years and pod, yeah, podcasting for over four. Um, and, and then like now the membership model. So now anyone who wants, you know, help for me, information for me with health and wellness. Um, I have, a monthly subscription or people can go into the membership portal and I have courses, a ton of video trainings, um, hundreds of exclusive blog posts where I share like health protocols. So I have kind of moved all of the nutrition stuff into that membership because I don't see nutrition clients one-on-one. -on -one. So basically my point is I've played with a lot of different business models and I understand the different ways to scale. And I think it's really about finding what works for you and your business and your audience versus I think in the business world, often people make it seem like there's one way to do it. Like you have right. to do groups or you have to do one-on-one, -on -one. you have to be online, you know, but there's so many different ways you can scale. And so it's about figuring out what's going to really work for you because you have to be excited about it because um, otherwise you won't be willing to do the work, right? right? And also what your audience will will receive well. So that's kind of my my philosophy there. I love that. I love that. And I want to take it back to your story in just a bit, but I will say too, like not thinking that there's just one path is huge. Like, and even taking it back to the energy management, like I was just talking to one of my clients that I mentored yesterday about, she loves doing FaceTime check-ins with her clients. It gets her so much energy. She gets so excited about it. I was like, for you, that's great. Like if that's what gives you energy, 
that's dope. Do that. For me, calls exhaust me. Like I love sitting behind my keyboard and being able to be like, be all analytical and like really map all this stuff out. But so like for me, so just speaking to what you're saying there, I think that like understanding what, again, there's so many roots to this, but like what gives you, again, taking it back to energy, like how, how you feel that you can best manage your energy there is huge. Yeah, definitely. Well, are you into human design? I'm not. What's that? So, so you, you know, like the Enneagram, oh, like yeah. astrology, you like these personality tests. So uh-huh. I use these a lot in when I'm coaching okay. people. Because I love the Enneagram. It's about, yeah. It's so if you love the Enneagram, you will love human design because it's even more specific. And okay. if you get, if you get your chart read by like a professional, you'll be like, holy shit, this is my whole life laid out. It's crazy right. how accurate it is. But it also teaches you about, you know, like the best way for you specifically to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you understand like kind of your workflow. So there are different types of people. So there's generators who are kind of the work the work energy of the world. I'm a generator. There are people who are projectors, um, manifestors, reflectors, and those people are not built to work all day long. Like they're, they're not built to do that. So they actually will be more productive and more successful. They lean into their energy type. And instead of trying to work like a generator all day long, they actually work in, in, in spurts and then they rest. Um, so kind of just knowing what your design is and leaning into that. And there's, I mean, I could go off into, I could spend an hour talking about human design and how to use that with, with your business. Um, but that's really helpful because it it kind of gives people permission to take, take a rest time if they need to take a rest time. And a lot of times, you know, we're conditioned to feel like I have to work all day long and the more I work, the, the better my business will be, but that's not always true. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's out of alignment, if it's just, if it doesn't work for your body, then you're just going to get burnt out and not be able to continue and produce good content or really be there fully with your clients. But to your point, you know, it's also paying attention to, and this goes back to human design and your authority. Some people are, are meant to listen to their emotions. Some people are meant to listen to their bodies. Some people are meant to talk things out and right. from that decide what's the best move. But, you know, if you are a generator and you're a sacral authority and you're on a FaceTime call and that's giving you energy, do that, right? Right. Um, It's like, you know, the way you run your business, like I could never sit and, you know, you know this. Right. If I I did my business the way you do, I could never handle it. I would die, right? Right. But like you love that. So it's about leaning into that and then building your business around that. So I think really kind of listening to your body and your energy levels and, I mean, you're right. The energy management thing is huge. I actually just recorded a podcast yesterday. That's like how to manage your energy. Oh, let's go. Um, Yeah, you know, but, and that was more in relation to when you are a coach and you're communicating with so many different people, like that other people are throwing their energy on you, whether or not they need to, like it's a huge energy exchange. And so if you're not super conscious of like kind of protecting your own energy and like not taking it on, you will just get burnt out, right? right? You'll just feel like you're drowning. And so as a coach, that's why it's so important to take care of your own personal health, your mental health, create boundaries, and like have practices in place so that you are managing your energy and you're not taking on everybody else's shit, even if they try and and throw it on you. (laughs) Right. And I think that like as a health coach in any form, that is probably the hardest thing to do, right? creating Mm -hmm. boundaries and then not taking on everybody else's problems as your own because otherwise it's just constantly this roller coaster that you're riding it's like oh i'm crushing it today's great and it's like fuck i'm failing everybody Mm -hmm. so i think well to that point i think also there's kind of a mindset shift where you know when i first started coaching i felt like I have to get this person these results like i have to do this for them but that's not your job as a coach like we cannot get people results. Like we are guiding them. We are supporting them. We are coaching. Coaching is not, we're not God, right? Like we're not, I mean, whatever. That's the whole of it. Like like we are (laughs) not. (laughs) No, I'm like, I, I was just going to say, I don't believe in God, but (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Um, No. So, you know, we are coaching and supporting and guiding. We're not just giving them a solution. And like, we all know, 
no, I can, you can give somebody the perfect nutrition plan, training plan. If they don't follow it, they're not going to get results. Right. And so it's about kind of removing yourself from, from the equation and being like, I'm just like offering you the guide, um, and steps you can take in supporting you the best I can. But at the end of the day, it's not on us to carry right. it out. Like oh. it's on them. So I think sometimes just like really taking a step back and realizing like a lot of us naturally put a lot of pressure on ourselves, but it's not pressure on you. Like you right. already know what to tell them. You already know how to support them. Um, you know how to guide them. Like the pressure is actually more on them. Right? Right. <laughs> um, so I think sometimes just kind of like taking that off yourself can help a lot. Oh, 100%. And really like just realizing it's not about you. It's almost like taking your ego out of the equation. It's not like I'm this great coach. And I think some of that too is even, I've realized at least in my own like onboarding clients, even like your language you talk through with people, like it's not, I'm going to get you these results. Like these are the results you can get if you take ownership of this and you take these actions, right? Like I think that there's so many little things we could go through with that. It's like right from the start, at least in my own business experience, like getting your clients to realize that this is a hundred percent on them and like making it very clear that you are just the guide. It's not like I'm getting you these results. You're mm-hmm. getting yourself these results if you're willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think that's also related to, there's often a block, especially with women, but I've seen it with men too, like of selling yourself. Like I I feel salesy. I feel slimy. I'm like, you're not selling. Yeah. You're not selling yourself. Like it's not about you. It's about them and the result that you can guide them towards. right? Right. And so when you really realize that, like I'm not selling myself to people, right? It's like, it's not about me. It's about right. them and do they want this result? It's like, so thinking about it as, yeah, I'm selling this result that you could get, this guide to get there. It's not you. Right. No, 100%. And I think that's, I know for me, I felt so, so guilty. Like when I started transitioning to online, I don't even know why. I had the worst taste in my mouth about online coaching. Mm. And like for the first, literally for the first couple of years, well, I would say for like the first year, I felt so like, even though I knew I was like giving people the best service I possibly could, I still almost felt like I was like taking advantage of people because I was like, you, it felt like I like saw myself as like a slimy salesperson, even though I was like really, really helping these people and getting them all. It was the weirdest thing to me, but I see so mm-hmm. many people struggling with that same thing too. Like what helped you kind of see sales differently or like business differently because again like I think there's this especially in the fitness and nutrition space there's this like or the health space talking about business and sales is like a almost like a no-no like if you care about that stuff if you're interested in that stuff it seems like you were like a bad person you don't have your client's best intent in mind all you care about is money right uh well I so like that's almost yeah. how it feels like it's made out to be like oh mm-hmm. like all you should care about is you getting your clients results and like d- d- sales business you don't need all those slimy tactics right well I think you know we assign a connotation like you can right. decide if you want to think sales is slimy in my opinion sales is only slimy if you are not a good coach and you actually are not supporting people like if you're a shitty coach then yeah you don't deserve to make money like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to help anyone build a business if they suck at coaching, right. right? Which is also why I teach people coaching too. Um, so yeah, if you actually are, if you are like scheming people, especially with business coaches, I see so many, I know so many people who have uh, signed up to work with business coaches, paid a shit ton of money and the coach just ghosts them. Like this That's is a, crazy. I didn't even realize that was a thing until really? I had heard. Yeah. So many people in the business world, like big influencers, this has happened to multiple of my friends who are coaches and they seem like, you know, they have, they, they put testimonials and then like people will pay them like, you know, five to 10 grand and they ghost nothing. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy how that happens, but that and was a side tangent. Um, some of them do, but I mean, I have one friend who's been in like a lawsuit, like trying to get it back. It's crazy. That's um, <laughs> yeah. But so my, but my point really is like, you know, you only should feel slimy if you are being slimy, which is taking people's money and not, and just ghosting and not doing anything. Right. right. Or you're just like not supporting people again. It's because if somebody doesn't get the results, it's probably because you didn't support them in the right way. 
you know, like, um, and so as long as you're supporting them and offering your education, like you're not being slimy. But I think for me, a lot of the people who like, they put that content, they put that out there. Like, you know, you shouldn't make, because they aren't making money and they're insecure. And so they're trying to make everyone else feel better about it. And what I realized is, look, I think that the money that a client puts down is so important. It's such an important energy exchange. Like, and also it's like, if they don't have skin in the game, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And I realized this, like with, with adjusting my prices over the years and like having different offerings, the clients who got the best results are the clients who paid the most and I and paid the most upfront, right. honestly. And the clients who did not get anything out of it, who were the most difficult clients for me to work with, who were not complying, not showing up that I was wasting my time and energy on were the ones who like got a discount or, right. you know, di- paid less. It, it was that simple. And so it's gotten, it got to a point with my practice where I'm just like, look, if you want results, like you have to energetically be, be like, I'm worth it. And I'm going to do this. and I'm going to show up every day. And I know when somebody puts, puts enough money down, they're like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. Like nobody's going to put a big chunk of money down and not, not follow through. Right. And that ensures that they get results. Um, and if you, as a coach, I mean, all of us as coaches should should want to make sure that our, our clients get the best results possible. And to me, you're, you are just doing them a disservice if you are offering things for free or at a super low price. Um, because for them, they are not able to step into that self-worth and get that skin in the game. And they're right. not going to get as good results. Like I have offered the same thing for a hundred dollars as I have for $800. And the person who pays a hundred dollars doesn't get jack shit out of it. And the person who pays 800, gets a lot out of it. Right. Right. Um, but also for you as a coach, if you, and I've experienced this, like when I felt like my prices were too low, but every, like, you know, I'm like, people are complaining. And so I'm like, okay, it's fine. Um, this is where I was at at the beginning. Right. And I was resentful as a coach. Like there was this piece of me subconscious. I was subconsciously that was super resentful. And then I got annoyed when they would email me questions and, you know, I'm just like not doing my best work. But when somebody puts, puts enough money down where I feel fully compensated, I'm so all in, like you've got my attention. And so I just think on, on both sides of it, everybody does better and gets results when that, when the client puts down the amount of money that really reflects the value of the service. I agree a hundred percent. And I've seen the same thing. Every time I've leveled up my prices, my client's results have leveled up as well. And like, I can literally think of, like I have one client, I worked with her for a long time in person before I went all in on online and in person, I had like hooked her up with a super deep cheap deal on in-person training. I was helping her with her nutrition for free. So it was like basically every now and then she would just throw me like 50 bucks. We didn't really have a lot of structure to it. She wasn't paying very much. When I went all in online, I was like, okay, you are going to pay my full prices. Outside of that, she literally just kept, I kept giving her the exact same information, her same tracker, same accountability. Her nutrition structure was exactly the same. And she crushed it. Literally the only thing that was different was she was paying way more for it. But like truly, it's somewhat of a cliche, but the saying the more you pay, the more you pay attention mm-hmm. is very true. And I agree 100% because I talk to so many coaches that want to start their online business. Like I can think of a couple of my clients right now that are just starting to work with the first couple of people mm-hmm. and they don't want to ask for money, mm-hmm. which I get it. But again, and all this is, all this again is with the given that you're not a shitty coach and you actually yeah. truly care about people. I think like this whole conversation should probably have that disclaimer. Yeah. But when that is the case, just like you said, you're doing people a disservice because they are not going to be as invested in themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would also like to go a step further where it's like, this is why with my, this is why having a coach is so helpful, right? right. It's like, you have to do that deeper work because sometimes part of it is uh, usually a big piece of it is like that feeling of, am I worth it? Like, am I actually worth Like, am I worthy to charge oh, this yeah. much? Right. And so unless you're doing that deeper work, you're kind of always going to reach that block and be like, and here's the other thing. If, because even if you say, oh, I'm going to raise my prices. And then this is the price you're putting out there. The, the client, the potential client isn't going to believe it's worth it. If there's an ounce of you who, when you say your price, they, they're 
you can, they can tell energetically that you're just like, I don't fully believe it's worth that. Like that's too much. If there's any piece of you that thinks that that's too much, they will too. Um, whether or not they realize that's why it is. right? Right. And it's crazy how just that, that shift in energy, like will will bring in the client and they, you won't get objections anymore as when you're so confident in what, in the service and that it's worth that value. So I would say, you know, when people are struggling, raising their prices, like taking the time to do that deeper work of like, you know, I am, I am worthy. I am worth this. That is going to be so, so powerful for like actually getting the results for your clients and being able to attract in the ideal person who will pay that price. Oh, I agree hundred percent. And honestly, I think at least for me personally, I'm guessing you probably feel the same. The thing that's made me believe the most in my worth is in investing in myself more. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, like, I know I've paid coaches so many tens of thousands of dollars by this point, mm-hmm. like to learn from like a stupid amount. Mm-hmm. But like the more you invest in yourself, the more valuable you become. And truly, just like you said, like all these people that I've paid so much to learn from, to learn their systems, to learn how they coach and to challenge me constantly to like mm-hmm. reevaluate what's your worth. It truly, I think that's, at least for me as a coach, that's the single biggest thing that's made a difference outside of just like actually tons of coaching experience and getting my clients results. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think like if you're a coach and you're not constantly getting coached, then you're oh, yeah. really doing yourself a disservice and your clients a disservice. Um, and for a few reasons, I mean, exactly what you just said, like self-development, like you need to keep up leveling, right? Um, but also, you know, so many people ask me, how did you learn how to do this? I'm like, I have been, I've been on the other side too, right? Like right. I think I think if you're a trainer and you've never been trained, like, what are you doing? Exactly. Like, go get trained by a trainer. You know what I mean? Like if you're a nutritionist and you've never gone to see a nutritionist, you need to go. Like you need to see what other people are doing in your field. And then, you know, when you're seeing clients, you need to be working on, you know, having a business coach or some type of self-development coach. Like um, there are all kinds of people who can coach you for different things, but like right. some type of coaching needs to be going on at all times, in my oh, opinion, you know? So because that is like hands-on experience, right? right? And this is where people people get education. They need to get certified, whatever. And they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, this is this it's the same thing as when you go to college and people tell you, Oh, you really learn everything when you're out in the working world, right? Because right. it's true. So well, go sure. get coached. Go get coached on every level, right? And see how people structure things. And that's so much of how I learned. Like I've worked with so many people being the client for so long, like with nutrition with business. I have my own business coach, right? Like, and that's how I learned all the different systems and different ways people do it. And then can kind of blend that into what works for me um, and help people in that way. Same. No, hundred percent. And truly like, I feel like coaching, hiring the people that you look up to, that you want to be more like is, it's literally like a cheat code for all of this shit. Yes. It's, it's seriously crazy. <laughs> Because like, how old are you? You're 25, right? Yeah. And you just turned 25, correct? Mm-hmm. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um, Like you're hella young. And yeah. same thing though, like it's truly like you can take, it's almost like reading a book that's like somebody's compiled experience of mm-hmm. 20 years of life. Like when you hire somebody like a mentor, a coach, it's literally just like all their experience over the course of however long it is, a couple months to a couple mm-hmm. of years. Just though, like, you're literally skipping ahead so many levels of trying to do this shit on your own. Like, I remember for me, when I hired my first coach after, like, what, three years of just training people in person on my own, my client's results, like, it was almost, like, overnight how quick. It was crazy how quickly, like, people started getting better results when I started, mm-hmm. like, learning from other people. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, there are a few pieces to that. Like, you know, this is why I tell people, I'm like, look, you can do this yourself and it'll take you five to 10 years. Right. And you still might not even get there. Or you can like pay to work with a coach who has like a higher frequency and you're learning all this and like, it's a fast track to it. It is a cheat code and like get it done in three months. Right. You you can decide. It's Um, like an investment up front to save you five to 10 years. Exactly. But you know, people hesitate, but I mean, it's something that I didn't even realize until I experienced it. And that's people are always like, 
how did you get ahead? I mean, like I had built a six figure business by the time I was 22. Like, and the reason why was because I was surrounded by people. I had mentors who were all had seven figure businesses. Right. Like literally that's what it is. And it's like, I don't, part of me doesn't like to say that because it's like, it makes people feel like, how do I get that? I'm like, you can't get that. You, you invest like your network is super important. Um, who you're surrounding yourself with. Like we all know we are, what are we? The uh, combination of five people we talked about. Yeah. yeah, whatever. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Like if you want your business to be at a certain level, you have to be in that energy. Like you have to be around those types of people. Um, and I think that's, that's such a big reason why, like I felt so lucky to, for my business to have grown in the way it did so quickly at such young age. But I know, I know that was only possible because of my network and who I was around right. and like who was mentoring me. Um, but it's like, that is available to people, but it's like, yeah, you kind of do have to pay for your network. Like I, oh, I, I hate to say that, but like, it's true. Right. No, I agree. But same thing. Like, like we were just talking about with coaching if you're not investing in yourself, like I think just like before, Mm -hmm. if you just like had access to all these people, but you weren't invested in it, like at least I know for me, like I have by far gotten the most out of like putting myself in situations where I was like, okay, I have to take a shit ton away from this coach and apply it right away. Mm -hmm. Or I'm literally not going to be able to pay my credit card Mm -hmm. off. Like I'm, I have no money. I have to apply this, which is terrible financial advice. But like, truly, I think that again, like skin in the game is Mm -hmm. crazy important here. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think like, you know, if you're people are, I hear people starting out and they're like, oh, well, I can't pay. I'm not going to pay for that. I'm like, so you want to start a business, but you want to invest in it. This makes no sense. Right. This makes literally no sense. And it's also also what I'm hearing you say is I don't think I can actually make money. Right. There, like because if you actually believed you could, you would put money down. You know, it's like, let's say you are you you want to build a six-figure business, right? And you're saying I can invest five grand in business coaching. Like, this makes no sense. If you actually believe you can with, with the right tools, strategy, and you know you'll do the work, then you know, it'll get paid back, you know? And it's like, you know, I've had clients who sold their car, you know, they like, (laughs) like they pay, they sold everything in their house, like to make it happen. Cause they're like, I know I will make this back. Right. Right. It's, it's such an important, and you know, I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm just saying (laughs) like a lot of people say they can't do it when, when they could. And it also lights such a fire under their ass that they get, they make the money back so quickly because they're like, this is do or die. Right? Oh no, for sure. And that's like the exact situation. Like my, when my online business really took off, it was because I was literally making, I like what I invested in my coach per month was like 80% of my monthly income at the time. It was stupid. Like I had, I had like literally mm-hmm. probably like 300 to $400 to get by on for like, it was mm-hmm. terrifying. But again, shit grew so quickly because it like had to. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I want to take take us through your story a little bit. As far as I know, I've heard your story a lot as far as like the health side of things, all your struggles there. But I've never actually really talked through like your business growth. And I know it has grown very, very quickly. Would you mind taking us through that a bit? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I started... I started blogging when I was around 19, 20. Um, And that was just for fun, you know? And then I started my podcast about a year later, and that was still just for fun. Um, I was going through all my own health issues, and I knew I really wanted to be a nutritionist and help people. Um, I started working for a really big blogger in LA, um, Jordan Younger. Some people might know her from the balance blonde. Um, and I was her assistant and learned so much from her and like being in that world. Um, again, that energy, like I just learned everything. I had amazing connections through that job. I learned how to monetize content, how partnerships worked. Um, I was learning, you know, kind of the social media side of things because she's right. built her whole business on social media. Um, and so I was really learning how to kind of grow social media. And at the time, you know, I had like a hundred followers on Instagram. Right. 
Um, cause I started a new Instagram cause I didn't want anyone in my life to know that, <laughs> <laughs> that I was now a vlogger, <laughs> whatever. Um, so all of that was kind of happening at once. And then, you know, I, um, for me, it was about just a lot of consistent content and I wasn't really making any money. And then I decided I want to start coaching people. Uh, so I got, I was still in school and I got certified as a health coach and was like, okay, I'm going to take on clients because I was basically seeing my friends as clients. Right. Um, and I'm like, okay, I, I want to just do this. And my following had grown a lot. Um, and so this is all kind of at the same time. And then I basically, uh, dipped my toes in, you know, so I was making money from my job and then, uh, started seeing some clients and was like doing like classic, you know, hundred bucks an hour, like right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you know, it was like excruciating. And then I started, uh, selling, I was selling beauty counter. Um, so making commission off of that. And, um, that was a good like side income for me you know, just like kind of piecing all things together. And then I doubt I had, by the time I had podcasted for like a year, I tried to get my first sponsor and we did. And it's actually crazy to me because the, my first sponsor, I charged like $200 an episode, which Damn. is like, <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck I I did that. <laughs> I was so convincing. I was like, I, I was on this call. I was on this call and I was like, I know I have a small, and I had, like such a small audience. Right. And I was right. like, but my ROI is so good. Like I can show you numbers of conversions from affiliates. Like, um, you know, I, and I was, I had some like affiliate programs and it's like, you don't make a shit ton of money off affiliate, but like my conversions were good. And somehow I landed that. <laughs> that didn't, that didn't last that long though. Cause I didn't really like the company, but, but it was really eye opening for me. And I'm like, wow, I can pitch, you right. know, I can really pitch. Um, and I was learning to really pitch working for Jordan and because I was handling all of her brand partnerships. Um, and that was teaching me kind of how to do that for my own podcast and my own content. Um, so basically with coaching, it moved from, I was doing a lot of like one-offs, like one-off sessions like that, paying session by session. Then I moved into more of like a package style, like, you know, you pay this much for four sessions or this much right. for six. Um, and that was okay. That was where I was at for a while. And then I started monetizing more of my content and, when I sold my first ebook, that made me realize like that was an eye opener for me because I made like a lot more money than I expected. And I was making a lot more money than pe my people I knew who had a lot more followers than me. Right. But I was realizing like how much my audience trusted me. Right. Um, and it was something they wanted and my, my heart was behind it. So, and a lot of people sell ebooks and they don't make money off of them. Like, Oh yeah. You know, like that's super common. Yeah. It, it is, it is hard to. So I was like a little shocked by that. Um, and I was like, Hmm, got something here. Right. So I had my clients going on. I had my beauty counter business that was growing still. And that was also a nice, like always a great stable thing that's, that comes in every month. And then, um, affiliate stuff and this ebook. And I'm like, you know, it's like all these things in different places. And, uh, then, and then what happened? And then I started, uh, turning, I wanted to make an online course because it was, my schedule was crazy. I was like right. seeing clients like all day, every day. And I was burnt out and they, it was really draining and it was just like no boundaries. I'm like, I cannot survive like this. So I made an online course, um, and launched like ha sold that as like a launch. So it was like a five week program that there was a Facebook group and I'm coaching people through the modules. And then in between when I launched it, it was sold evergreen. Um, so just people could do it without my support right. at a cheaper price. Um, and that's when like things really changed for me mentally because I, I launched it and it did really well. And I realized, wow, I can make like a lot of money in like two weeks, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and I realized, okay, this is kind of where it's at. So from there, I, um, I was running my course, a couple times a year. And that was a consistent, like, I mean, for me, that was like, in, like 80 grand a year from that course, um, from launching it Damn. and plus my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I realized that's where I liked, it was like, okay, I can right. run this course every couple months. Um, and then I can also have one-on-one -on -one clients, but just see less during the day. And then I'm also getting my affiliate. I started learning how to monetize my podcast, which, you know, is a whole other thing, but I was doing really well with I'm, I make a really good amount of money for my podcast in terms of how many downloads I get. Like right. most people 
they pay CPM and it's just bullshit. And so I, I really learned how to monetize that. And so I had a lot of stable sources of income and it was just kind of integrating all of those. And then with coaching, realizing, okay, how do I make more money uh, with less time? So it was like the group program. And then I started moving from those three, six, like those packages, which were just like causing issues. Like it was just not working. And then I tried the package with a time limit on it. Just still wasn't fully working. Um, And then I moved into monthly payments um, and basically making a premium pack, like a premium offer for people at a high price. They were getting way better results. I I could see less clients um, and I was way more invested. Um, and that's really when things started to like shift for me and I could spend a lot more time on other things, but I was also getting paid really well with, with that combination. Um, and then as I started, uh, kind of wanting to slide more into the content piece, I, I kind of switched that and I only had a couple high paying clients. Um, and then everybody else was just one off sessions just because I didn't want my time like bogged up. Right. And I moved into, um, a membership model on my website because I wanted to monetize my website. Um, but I, I don't really like to have sponsors or ads. Um, so I did it through a membership model and it was basically, you know, cheap monthly price and you get all this health and wellness information right there. So it's like, okay, you can see a practitioner and pay $700 for a protocol for your liver detox, or you can pay $9 right now and get it on my website. Right. Right. I was just sharing a lot of my protocols that people would pay a lot of money for. Um, and then that was a great way to just kind of like that, have that monthly income and it's low price for it's low cost for people. So they have an option that's lower cost. Um, and my time isn't there all the time. right? Right. Um, so that was kind of like the model I was, I was at and that allowed me flexibility, like, especially with like my health issues. Like if I needed to kind of like not work, like I could, and then I was focusing a lot more on my content and growing there. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of like where I ended up with nutrition. And then I, uh, you know, shifted to business coaching and started taking more clients again. Cause at the end of that, I was just like, kind of not seeing very many clients and kind of just like, I don't know, figure out what I wanted to do next. Uh, and now I do group and one-on-one, uh, coaching for people. Okay. Okay. I love it. That's dope. So what do you think as far as, I mean, pretty much everyone right now is focusing on trying to grow a business through social media. What do you think are like the biggest keys to actually building a successful business or a business that you enjoy via social media? Yeah. Okay. There are a few. Okay. I love this. So first of all is the clarity. This is the most important thing because I need to go to your pro your profile is you have three seconds to get someone's attention. They need to know exactly what you like, what problem you solve, how you solve it and like what result you're going to get them and what the offer is. How do I get there? That needs to be so clear. And I see so many trainers, nutritionists who are just like, I help you get healthy and fit. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like that, you know what I mean? Like as somebody, like there's so many people in this, in this industry, like that's not specific, like get really specific and clear on who you are talking to, who exactly are you talking to and what results are you giving them and how are you giving it? And what's the offer? Like, there's also this issue of a lot of people get specific and they never say anywhere. Like I have no idea they're taking clients. Right? Yeah. I have no idea what the offer is. I have no right. idea what the, what the resource is. You know, do you, do you have a free guide for me? Like, what do you have for me? Do I right. get one-on-one coaching? Um, so, so I think like, yeah. So right now we're just talking like, basically if you hit, if you went to somebody's Instagram profile, like their bio basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Sorry for Essentially. Yeah. And like so much of this is basic shit, but I swear to God, like my clients, we, we'd spend time on their profile and shifting their copy, like what they're writing. And like the next day they'll have like 10 people DM them for coaching. Oh yeah. Like it can be that, it can be that simple. Right. So it's just the clarity of what the offer is, like what problem you're solving. People really need specifics. They right. need to feel like, Oh, I go to your page. She, she's talking to me. He's talking to me. Like this is, this is my issue. Um, and so I think the clarity is just so important. And also for the, for the trainer or nutritionist or whatever type of practitioner or coach you are like, because if you don't even know what you're offering, like I see so many people putting out great content and it's like, what, what's the offer? Like, okay, right. you collect, you collect emails. What are you doing with them? 
Like you have to know what the funnel is. You have to know like how you you are taking them from A to Z and like, what's the story there? Um, you know, what's the end goal? What are you trying to get from, <laughs> Right. you know? So you need, you need clarity too, instead of just kind of throwing spaghetti against the wall. Um, so that the clarity thing I think is the most important. Um, and really like what, what being clear on who your ideal client is, um, and speaking directly to that person and then creating content that's valuable for them. Like I agree. so 100%. many people, it's like the content piece and just providing value. It's like, all your best shit should be out there. Like right. don't save your best shit. It's, it's all free. You need right. to build trust and help people know like, yes, I actually can get results. And it's like, you build trust with people by giving them stuff for free. It's like, this is genuinely just out of service. I just want to help you, you know, right. and they start to trust you. So it's about providing valuable content. It's not look at me posts. It's posts that give people actionable tips and things that they can implement that will actually give them some results. Right. Um, so you have the clarity, you have the, the good content, you are actually, you know, providing people with things that will help them. And then the community building, you have to interact with people like getting clients is networking. It's talking to people, anyone who likes or comments on your picture, you need to be talking to, uh, right. you know, when you're on Instagram, like build your community, talk to people like this is how you build a network. It's really relationship building. So those those three pieces I think are the most, are the most important thing and not wasting time. And this is, I, you know, I, I did a post about this the other day, like how you talk about don't, uh, major in the minors, like right. with fat loss, it's like same with business. It's like so many people come to me and they're like, I just spent four months on my website. It looks amazing. Oh, I'm like, yes. I'm like, why the fuck? No one goes <laughs> to your website. Like no one, who's going to find your website? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like you just wasted so much time and money on that. Or like I had some girl be like, I think I'm, I think I need to use the money to invest in a, in a camera. So my pictures are better. And I'm like, what? Like so many people waste time on stupid shit. Or like, even this goes back to you're making all these free guides and free downloads, or you're making a program. Did anybody ask you to make it? Right. No. So don't waste your time. You know, I never create something unless I already know there's demand for it. Like right. unless I already know like people want it. Um, so I, I think it's just about working smarter, not harder. And you know, you really looking at it, looking at where you're spending your time and is this actually driving the needle and pushing me forward in my business, or is this just busy work that I'm using to procrastinate because I'm scared shitless about putting myself out there and actually coaching. I see that so much like people hit me up and then they're constantly like again asking for like how do I grow this I'm not getting any applications nobody's signing up and they're constantly making like new lead magnets and just it's funny that you said that because this is something that I talk to so many people about and it's so frustrating like constantly making new lead magnets constantly redesigning their website but their content is basically non-existent or like the least effort you could possibly put into content it's like that your content is like the driver Mm -hmm. to all of this other stuff and then the second thing i really like that you said there is not making it about you like the reality is even as a health coach nobody really gives a shit how you look which I think is something that people get confused about a lot too. Like if you post a lot of pictures, like there's people with hella followers that have no actual, like they can't actually build an online business off of mm-hmm. their social media because they haven't given people value. Like it's not mm-hmm. about like ass shots or admittedly I've posted a lot of shirtless pictures, but with very valuable content as well, because like truly that's where you build so much trust. And when you're the person that after like a year, two years, has been giving people so much value. Like when they finally decide that they need help, you're the first person to think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I definitely, I mean, the content's the most important thing, but I would say that I really do think showing yourself is important. Right. Uh, but it's not about you because the but content is not look at me. It's not like exactly. Look at me. But the the content itself, like what the caption is, it's not about you. But I do think it's super important that you're showing yourself in your photos right. because right. that builds trust. People want to like get to know you and make sure you're a real human. And again, like the reason why people are going to work with you is because you provide valuable content and they can, you know, kind of understand your philosophy. It's about like you know, right. can I, can I resonate with this person? Exactly. Like nobody, you can't get coached by someone who like 
you don't like their coaching style. Like my coaching style is different than yours. And like some people like fucking love my coaching style. That's why they work (laughs) with me. Other people are like, this is a, this is too much. This is aggressive. (laughs) Right. Um, so like, (laughs) it's like when I went to Jason Phillips, uh, his math yeah yeah i was like i was just like a fly on the wall sitting there and i was thinking i'm like oh my god if any of my girls were in this they would be sobbing like <laughs> he's like so intense, this is intense dude. <laughs> he's so intense i'm like this is not work for me i love him to death i love him to death he's so he's so genius but right you know, it's about, you, you got to make sure that that person's communication style resonates with you. So I think, it, and like humanize yourself, right? People oh, yeah. want relatability. So that is, I mean, and that actually is another mistake I, I see people making all the time. It's like, you know, I work with a lot of nutritionists um, and, and like trainers do this too, but it's like the nutritionist, their feed is all picture, is all food. Mm-hmm. And like, what do you look like? I don't know what you look like. Are you a real human? Like right. people want to make sure they know what you look like or trainers who post all infographics or all like their clients doing, doing things. And like, it's like, what, who are, which one are you? Right. Like, I need to know who you, are you here? <laughs> or is this right. just your clients? You know, because that, that does build trust because people want to work with a human, you know? Right. Um, so I think that that's important too. It's like, if there's in the, like, if you show your face on Instagram stories, I, promise you that you're you will get more clients oh no no i love all that and i agree 100 percent. i think it's that fine line between putting yourself out there because it is like you said it's important for people to relate to you but like what i'm saying people don't give a shit about how you look is like if i just posted a picture it was like shirtless picture just hit chest today and Mm -hmm. like that's it like you see a lot of like people that want to build their online coach business just doing like here's a picture of me looking ripped and that's like Nobody gives a shit about that. If it was like something that I'm struggling with, and it's like, oh, yeah, like I can really relate to that. Jeremiah is human. He struggles with the same shit as me. Mm-hmm. We relate more. Like <laughs> you understand that I'm not just like some ripped person that's like I have the same struggles as you. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not like the hero here. This mm-hmm. is about you. Yeah. They're always the hero. It's exactly. like if I can get here, you can get here. I'm glad right. you're there, you know, but yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, you can post a picture of yourself and be, it's, that's a look at me post. The caption is look at me. This is what I'm doing. It's like, who the fuck cares? It's about them, <laughs> you know, like, and that's also what differentiates. I always ask people this, like say, well, I need to do this, blah, blah, blah. This is why I'm doing that. And I'm like, do you want to be a coach that makes money or do you want to be a blogger? Cause you can decide like you can be a blogger, but you're not going to get clients. Right. <laughs> so, and that's the difference in the content. Your content has to reflect that you are a coach and you're helping them and providing value for them. Right. I feel this is going to be super valuable because again, I know we both talk to a ton of people that have questions about this. Mm-hmm. So for say like the most common conversation I have is with the personal trainer that wants to get started transitioning into online coaching, mm-hmm. but they have no idea what to do, where to start. What would you tell them? I would say get a coach. (laughs) I love it. I mean, honestly, okay, but like, okay, beyond that. I mean, I think getting a coach is the best thing because it's like, that's why people come to me and like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, exactly. So you don't have to worry. I'm going to lay it out step by step for you. All the steps, you do not have to worry anymore about what to do. Like that takes all the pressure off. So that's why I would say, because then you don't have to worry about it. It's like, oh, if I can follow instructions, I can do this. Right. But beyond that, I mean, think about, I mean, I'm going to use, I think you want to focus on the platform that your audience is at. And for most people, it's going to be Instagram right Mm -hmm. now. Um, You know, that's, that's the money shot. And so where's your, it's literally, do you have an Instagram page? right? Do you have an Instagram page? Where's your content at? What does your bio look like? Like really getting, like nailing those down, which requires the foundation work of getting clear on your ideal client and what your niche is. Who is that person and what results are you giving them? You know, not every trainer is focused on fat loss, you know? So you can get niche and are are you talking to women in college? You're talking to men who are in their fifties? Are you talking to, you know, postmenopausal women, like who, who is your client and what exactly are they doing and getting clear on that and speaking to him or her in the bio, in all the captions, like 
providing her with value, you know, right. because somebody needs to go to your page and you, that's your portfolio. They have to have some evidence of what's going on. So the, the first thing you can do is get clarity around that really like your niche, your ideal client, and then create your profile to reflect that. Um, and then from there, con- like consistency with your posts, it doesn't have to be every day, but it's like, what can you be consistent with? Right. Can you, and showing your face on Instagram stories. Like I always tell people, you know, can you post to your feed two to three times a week and have really quality content, but show up on Instagram stories every day? Like that's a money shot. Like stories you don't have to curate. Like it's super real. Just what's, what's going on. Um, you know, it can be five seconds, like, but just showing up there. Um, and as long as you're providing value, you're, you're good to go. And then from there, it's about just building the relationships. Um, so that's kind of an overview of where to start, I would say. I love that. And I think the biggest thing for most people to understand is it's, I think consistency is the biggest piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've said a lot of things to the biggest piece here, but like consistency with your content, of course, all this matters, but you just have, basically you just have to fucking start. That's yeah. the biggest thing for most people. So many people, I was literally just writing about this today. So many people just put this shit off for months and months and mm-hmm. months. And like, that's a big reason why I want to record this episode because I have so many coaches that every three months hit me up with essentially like the same question. Like, how do we get this started? It's like, dude, at some point you just have just to start putting shit out there. Yeah. Like you just have to take action. Yeah. It's just, it's messy, but like everybody started somewhere. And so the sooner you can just get out there and do it, the sooner you will actually get clients. And I mean, consistency is important for a few reasons. First of all, because like you need to have the content, the resources built up and you don't have to have a bazillion posts. I mean, I've been doing this for so long. I have so much content. You don't even need that much, but you need enough. So somebody can tell, Oh, they know their shit. Um, so there's that piece, right. And also continuing to show up kind of just as proof that, Hey, if I'm your coach, I'm going to show up consistently. Exactly. If I see somebody on Instagram who they post once every month, I'm like, they probably are not going to be showing up for me as a coach. They're not that involved or invested. Right. right? But then also just because you have to put your call to call to action out there. Right. And the average person needs to hear that at least six to nine times before they're interested. Like people who become my client or buy my program or do my membership, like these people are not people who hopped on my Instagram page yesterday and saw three great posts. Like they're people who've been following me for a good amount of time, have read a lot of my stuff, have consumed a lot of my content. I mean, I have people who I swear to God are my biggest fans and they've been following me for like five years. And they're like (laughs) this, this year, they're like, I think it's finally time I invest in, invest in your service or your product. And I'm like, wow. Awesome. Right. I had to build their trust and like continue to show up. And it's like, same with, you know, it can be really discouraging when you're putting out a call to action, like get my guide, download my ebook, um, you know, book a discovery call, whatever, whatever you're offering. But like, you have to say it literally a million times for people to even hear it and think about yourself as a consumer. Like how often does someone tell you once about something or you see one ad and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get that. Never. It has to pop up over and over again. And then you're marinate, it's marinating and you're like, hmm, okay. And then someone else says it later on, maybe it's six months later. And you're like, I think that was a sign. I think that was a sign I should do this, right? right? It takes time. And so you have to just keep showing up. Um, and if you don't feel so annoying, you're not talking nearly enough. <laughs> I agree 100%. <laughs> I love that actually. And yeah, that's, you see so many people that, same thing. I can think of clients that literally for like over two years, I could see like they were interacting like, Hey, they like DM me like, Hey, I'm thinking about coaching. And then nothing happens or like mm-hmm. literally like years and years or like they like click the link to apply on one of your emails, like just different things like that. And then eventually it finally pulls the trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think one other thing on that, you have to kind of balance consistency with realizing, I think sometimes too, when shit isn't working, when people aren't picking up traction, they're too quick to like blame the algorithm or like Mm. not pivot and be like when the reality is sometimes too. And this is something I had to realize personally multiple times. Like sometimes my shit just wasn't good enough and I could literally just needed to figure out how to make it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have to take responsibility and it's like, you know, I've been having this conversation about uh, like with sales calls with a lot of my clients and it's like, okay, yeah, maybe they're just, maybe they're not the ideal client. Um, 
maybe though, or like, it's not usually the price is off. It's, did you actually portray the value properly? Right. Like, did you actually build trust with that person and portray the value? Because it's like, you know, when, whenever things aren't working out for me, I always have to take a look back and be like, where's my energy also? Like, am I doing this just because I think I should and I want it to work or like, I'm genuinely excited about it, you know? And it's like coming from a genuine place of service and helping people. And I believe in it. Um, and also did, was my content good enough? Right. Did I talk about it enough? Like we have to take responsibility there, uh, for sure. So it's easy to blame the algorithm, but like, who cares about the algorithm? Like if you're doing all the things that you need to be doing to just you know, boost your chances, whatever. Like you don't need, you don't need the algorithm to be in your favor to get clients. I promise you, I promise you, you know, and it goes back to, you know, I have clients who know exactly what to do and they'll do a post and it's amazing. And they get like, you know, five messages right after the post. And they're like, I haven't gotten any messages this week. And I'm like, you haven't posted in two weeks. (laughs) So like, I don't know what you you know what I mean? Like, you know exactly what to do, but like, I can't make you actually physically do it. Like you have the tools, only you can step up the same way. Like, you know, if you're, if you're a trainer and you are just not, you're not doing it, you're not being consistent. How, how the hell do you think you can ask a client to show up and be consistent? hundred percent. You know, like we have to do it ourselves too. And it's in in a different capacity, but if you want a client to show up every single week uh, and do Mm -hmm. their training and follow their nutrition guidelines and, you know, be on, be on the check-in call, whatever it is, like, are you, are you showing up in your world too? Right. Right? So I I think it's really important to take a step back and and think of that. Like, how can we ask something of other people that we are not doing ourselves? Oh, a hundred percent. And I think this is a whole nother conversation we could have, but very much as like, a coach especially when your clients follow you like online and if you have a podcast too you are very much a leader to a tribe of people mm-hmm. and they'll show up exactly how you show up like if you're not taking care of yourself physically if you're inconsistent your clients will be like that too like you need to lead by example mm-hmm. 100 100 million percent um and you know, that doesn't mean people have to be perfect. Right. And I see people put pressure on themselves. It's like, yes, you're, you're a human and you don't need to be perfect. And it's actually better if you don't portray yourself as perfect, but also like, you know, you, you do attract what you put out there. Very much so. You know, and it, that also comes back to like pricing and I'm, am I attracting people in and are they willing to pay for the service? Like, you know, if you're putting out there this like subconscious thing, like, I don't know if this is worth it. Like, can I actually get people results? They're going to doubt you too. You know, so it's always, we have to take responsibility, uh, for sure, which I think is really empowering, honestly, because it's like, if things are going wrong, like you can blame the algorithm and feel like I'm hopeless or say that's bullshit. Like, what can I change within myself and what I'm putting out there? Like, how can I pivot so that this works for me? Like it's empowering because I know that when things are going wrong, like I can change and that will change the results. Oh, no. I I love that so much. I think like in any area of your life, taking ownership and like in a way, granted, like this is another conversation we could have, like terrible things do happen to good people, of course. But mm-hmm. in a way, like the like everything is still my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I want to make it better. It's on me. That's a crazy empowering thing. So I love that. Um, that said, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I so appreciate you coming on. This has been super fun. Um, before I let you go, do you just want to give us any more info about what you have going on right now with business coaching and then anything else, else at all you want to plug? Yeah, definitely. So for business coaching, I am enrolling right now for the next group in my group coaching program for online health coaches, no bullshit business school. And I basically take people from A to Z growing their online coaching business using social media. So I cover everything from like a lot of the energetics that we talked about earlier, the foundation, like ideal client, copywriting, writing effective copy, using Instagram, all the Instagram things, email marketing. It's really A to Z. So by the end of the program, you know, like you got your business, you're good to go. Um, taking the, the, the worry out of it. (laughs) You have the steps. Yeah. So I'm enrolling right now for that. And if you're interested in learning more or applying, you can go to my website, which is christinaricewellness.com and just click on the business tab. Um, I have a lot of information there and that's also where you can find all of my, like all of my information, all of my things, all of my health and wellness information. I mean, I have like a thousand blogs up there. My membership is there. Um, it's called up level. It's all, all things 
health and wellness, nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, mindset, um, courses, video trainings, exclusive blog posts, healing protocols. So that's on there too. Um, and then you can always find me on my podcast, which is wellness, realness. Jeremiah has been a guest as we mentioned before. Uh, and on Instagram, that's where I'm most active. Christina Rice Wellness. <laughs> I obviously love Instagram. Uh, so I would love if you listened to this and had any thoughts, questions, comments, please reach out to me, message me, and I would love to connect with you. Perfect. I will link all that up in the show notes. And again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Yep.